All right, check one, two, three, check one, two, three. This is Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California, and thank you for joining me today on our small catechism live as we continue on with our journey through the catechism. And yes, here we are yet again um, in the word. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, but a great time it is uh, to be here with you. A lot to be thankful for in this season of Advent as we prepare um, um, for, uh, for the return of Christ, but also uh, celebrating uh, the gospel uh, as God comes down to us, uh, for there is no other way but only God coming down to us to raise us dead sinners by his very death and resurrection um, through the flesh as he came to this world to do that very thing. Um, and um, what a great gift uh, and, and just continued meditation that is, uh, knowing full well that uh, because of what he has done, this is who we are, and we are children of God. So a lot to be thankful for here. Uh, but today, uh, we're going to continue on with Apostles' Creed, Article 3, based on the Holy Spirit. Uh, Article 3, remember, the theme is sanctification, and that is a big word, right? Um, and, um, you know, when you think of uh, a sanctification, if you go through the liturgy, uh, we always sing the sanctus, right? Remember the holy, holy, holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the all right, that was random, right? But that's what we sing um, in the liturgy, uh, in the Sanctus. Um, blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Holy, 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 right? The Sanctus. And again, when we sing that in the liturgy, it's a reminder of who is holy, but also how we have been made holy by the Hosanna, the Lord save us now, uh, the very words of the crowd at the triumphal entry with the palm fronds, the victorious outcry, uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, and there in the Holy One of our, uh, there the Holy God would, would come to us to not only die for us, but to also by his very blood forgive us and make us holy. Now again, Again, what does that mean? So when we say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, right? Um, this, is, this is so important to understand what it means to believe. That no one can believe or say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit, right? And it's by faith... Uh, well, that we are, uh, that we are made holy, right? And here we see in the uh, in this word sanctified, we see that sanctus, right? That made holy. Now the question is, how are we made holy? That's the question. 
How are we made holy? When we say, uh, I believe in Jesus Christ, when we say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the question is, how do I know that I am holy? Like, what, what is my faith in the sense of what is my go-to when it, in terms of my holiness? What, it, what does it mean that I am set apart, right? That I'm sanctified. Do I make myself holy? Do I say to the Lord, look at all of my holy works, so therefore I am holy? How does it all work? How do you know that you are holy, right? Um, I mean, you are. Right? And people are like, whoa, you know, <laughs> how self-righteous you can be, right? How can you call yourself holy? And your answer is because we know where true holiness comes from. And of course, it's not from ourself, but it's from, well, what we're going to talk about today, right? So thank you for joining us, uh, Scribble of Saints. Um, and also um, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Matt Glover. Um, and um, thank you for joining us live here. But here we see Remember, this is your spiritual Rolodex, the catechism is. So when you say the, 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 the Apostles' Creed uh, at church uh, on Sunday, or I encourage you to do it daily, right? Many times a day, you, should, uh, you ought to definitely recite the Creed. There, when you say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, there what should be going on in your heart and mind are these very words. How, I'm, how have I been made holy? And how do I know that I am holy? Right. We see right here in the 2017, if you have it, uh, uh, in page uh, 198 to 99. This is kind of our context today. We're going to go through these questions. Now, the first question is, what does it mean to be sanctified by the Spirit? Uh, it means that He makes me holy. Right? He makes me holy. Right? We know that it is not by our own human reason or strength that we have come to believe in this gospel. But the Holy Spirit has called me, right? He has called me by this gospel, and that is by the very what? By the logos, right? By the very word. And that is John 1, 1 to 14. That is the word made flesh. And that is namely who? That's right. Jesus Christ, right? And when we talk about how I may, am I made holy, it always begins and ends in the work outside of ourselves, right? So when we talk about being sanctified, how am I holy? How am I set apart? Again, what does Jesus Christ mean? Christ, Christus means anointed one, right? The true high priest set apart to do the very work of God, the only mission that can be fulfilled by the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the sacrifice, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is our holiness. This is what covers us. And, 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 and there we are presented holy and blameless. Ephesians 5, right, I believe, in front of God, without any spot or wrinkle. And that is the work of Christ, who died for his bride, for you, the church. <laughs> Anyways, we're running out of breath. I know, I get into this. I know, I know what you're thinking right now as you're listening. He's getting into it yet again. But this is so great because, again, what is the point here? Is that as we live our life of faith and we say these very words, uh, these faithful words of I believe in the Holy Spirit, it always points us back 
to outside of ourselves and to the work of Christ. Hebrews 10.10, it reads, And by that will we have been sanctified or made holy through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. The all-atoning sacrifice making us holy, that offering, his shedding of blood once and for all, the all-atoning sacrifice making us holy. So how do you know that you are holy? By the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. A lot of people take that question, how are you made holy? And they think, well, what have I done? Your faithful answer would be, how am I made holy? What has Christ done? Right? That is your faith. Don't you see it, right? So when you say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, it's like, what has Christ done for me? That is your faith. And that's why this is so important to remember because when people hear that question, how I'm, why am I holy? Or you're such a holy person, they'd be like, oh, I, you know, I'm not so holy. You know, I've done all this in my life and this and that. And trust me, if you only knew me, you, you'd know I'm not holy. But when we hear that question, you'd be like, that's right. Because the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, has made me holy and sanctified me in the truth. The gospel, right? What a great gift this is. Okay, 1 Corinthians 6.11. And such were some of you, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Don't you see that? Faith comes by hearing, hearing through the words of Christ. The Holy Spirit works as we talked about Nicodemus, I believe last week in John 3, that this wind will blow wherever it may. And that is the work of the Spirit guiding us and bringing us to faith by the very word of Christ. Right? It is not your free will. It is not your decision. It is not your commitment. It is God in the form of the God-man Jesus Christ who came down to make you holy by that very word. It is the Spirit who gives you this gift of faith through that very word of Christ. All right. So, uh, so you were sanctified, you were justified, you are uh, made holy all by his work. And there, right now, Matthew 28, 20, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There, even so, you are set apart in your baptism. How do you know that you are holy? By the baptism, by holy baptism, by the very baptism that God has set me apart and God has made me holy all by his work. Don't you see, as I said earlier, you know, if we think that we have a decision process uh, of coming to the Lord, then baptism becomes a decision process of when we are baptized. Does that make sense? When we talk about the faith, a very important point here, not, I know I say that a lot, but this is a very important point, folks, folks, is that when we talk about our faith, and it's, again, when we say, well, how are you holy? Our, our, our answer would be, well, what did Christ do for me? Right? How are you made holy? Well, what did God do for me, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, do for me in my baptism? Right? Don't you see? It's, it's all God's work. That's the key. There is no I in team. <laughs> there isn't. But there is no I in um, the salvation gift. It's all Jesus. It's all him doing the work. 
Don't you see, when we talk about sanctified, this is all about God for you. It's all about grace for you. It's all about what he has done for each and every one of you. That's how you are made holy. And that's where your faith resides. So when you say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, right? all this is given to you by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right? Baptism is, again, I, I can't emphasize this enough. When you talk about how, how are you saved, you say, well, my baptism. Because God is doing the work. Just like from the fruits of the gospel, the gospel does the work. Christ does the work. Baptism does the work for you, right? This is how you are sanctified. And why is that important? Because your sanctified life, your your made holy life can only be given from above. You can't attain that. You can't achieve that by your own works or by your own merits, but by faith through the grace of God, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, there you have received it uh, by his very word. And that word is Jesus. Okay. Um, continuing on here. So we went through that. Now, in this sanctified life, we see right here the holy Christian life. What are we to do? The Holy Spirit, uh, let her be here, then sanctifies me by strengthening my faith and increasing its fruit within my life. He gives me new desires so that I strive to overcome sin and do good works. Right? So, yes, we are made holy. By the blood of Christ. And in that joy of being made holy outside of ourselves by the work of the gospel, there by the Spirit, He calls us into this holy life uh, to bear fruit, to do good works. Now, the question is, how do you hear that? Do you hear that right now as, this is something I have to do? Or do you hear it as, as a child of God, there I proceed in the joy of the gospel as I love as He first loved us? This is, uh, I think, very important to de- decipher for yourself because easily when we talk about the holy Christian life, as I said earlier, it's uh, what do I have to do to be holy? How do I know I'm a holy Christian? How do I, how do I know that I've attained the holy Christian life? And, and your, your, your answer will always be, of course, Jesus and what he has done for you. And through the fruits of the death and resurrection of Christ, through the fruits of what is given to you in your baptism, there you are in the identity that you are made holy already. And already, I just did a devotion this morning uh, from 1 John 3. See what kind of uh, love the Father has uh, for you. And I think that's... And, and, and he calls us children of God, and so we are, Right? 1 John 3, uh, 1 to 10, right there. Uh, we, we very well know in this, so we are, by the grace of God, children of God, that we are already made holy by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. And through that joy, there uh, the Holy Spirit continues to guide us in this love of Christ, in Christ Jesus. In means in your baptism, as St. Paul does that 66, 67 times in his epistles, in his writings. But here in Christ we proceed, right? So the Holy Christian life is one of great joy because no longer do we see it as a burden to get there, right? We're already there. We're not saying, oh, do I have to do all these works and then when I do enough, I'm a child of God? No, as a child of God, third use of the law, third use of the law, remember the law as rule or as ruler for Christians to how, how we ought to proceed in the Christian life. There, uh, uh, we, we look at God's law and say, yes, Father, what a great joy it is to love and serve in the opportunities that you have placed in my life to love my neighbor and to love God. Right? 
Galatians 5. What is the fruit of that? By faith. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. I mean, I could write all these down, but I won't. Uh, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. See, in the holy life, um, are we perfect? Absolutely not. Do we strive to do what is right and good according to God's word? Yes, we do. Um, And here as we uh, grow in the Christian faith, as we are in his name, uh, there we find ourselves continuing to live joyously in who we are, in what has been done for us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2.10, For we are His. We are His. What? Workmanship. Right? So as I always tell my kids, right, Abe, Zoe, Elliot, and I always tell our confirmation kids, I always tell every kid at church, our children, that we are His workmanship. That we are His own, and that His points back to the holiness. That we are his by the redemption of Christ. And in that redemption of Christ, there we are called, John 1.12, to those uh, who believe in him, he gave them the right to become children of God. Uh, there we are his workmanship. Right? God is working through us. We are his masks. Right? We wear many hats, don't we? You might be a, 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 what, a school teacher. You might be a, a husband or a, a, a wife or a, a, a parent. Uh, you might be a friend to a neighbor. Uh, there's so many hats that we wear throughout the day. But through it all, we are his workmanship. I have called you by name and you are mine, Isaiah 43. And uh, we know that by that name, Isaiah 43 again, going back to baptism. Sorry, I'm just going through my brain right now. Uh, There we know who we are. See, it it all goes back to what it means to be holy. If I think I need to make myself holy, the Christian life becomes very legalistically burdensome, right? Uh, When I think I need to make myself holy, there is no certainty, but there's only question marks. Because if it's on me, well, how do I know? I guess I don't. I hope I've done enough. Right? So, again, going back to the creed, it puts that all aside and answers all those questions as Jesus is the one who has made you holy and your holy Christian life. You're not trying to get there. You're already there in his kingdom as children of God all by what he has done for you. And there, out of great joy, we are living under his name. Our identity is adopted children of God by his grace. And there we proceed in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and all these things as his workmanship uh, by the leading of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God, there we proceed, right? We know the tension, uh, what is at hand here with our human flesh. Uh, We looked at the sanctified, and one way we can do it is what? We think that this is on us. Another way is what? We just live how we please, and uh, our our sinful nature says, you know what, I'm just going to live how I want to live and just completely uh, go off on our own way. Um, And Another way, when we talk about holiness, the devil will say, you know, have you done enough? And he will uh, always accuse you saying you have not done enough and you need to do more. All the meanwhile, what he's saying under his breath is Jesus isn't enough. That's what the devil always tries to do, right? And when we say sanctified, all you see is the word and sacrament. Because in the word and sacrament, all you trust is in the work that has been done for you. That's the crux of the word and sacrament. 
It's God's working, God's gift, as he works upon each and every one of you in this one true faith. And that's where you reside, because by the power of God's word, there by the power of God's death and resurrection, the power in the water of the word, the power uh, of the bread and wine in with and under the, uh, the body and blood of Jesus, or the body... In with under the bread and wine, uh, this body and blood of Jesus is. Um, here we very well know that there we have our sanctified life. So how do you know that you're a holy? Remember, the subject to the verb. It's not what have I done, but what has Jesus done for me? All right, 20 minutes. Let's stop there. Hopefully that was helpful. And hopefully that gives you a better look on every opportunity that God has given to you in this life. Because as a Christian, we see it differently, right? We see our kids and say, yeah, that's who God has placed in my life to love and serve, to instruct them in the, in the word of the Lord. We see, uh, as a pastor, I see the congregants, all the people at church, my, 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 fam- my church family, and, and, and there I'm called to do that very thing, to give them the truth, right? Uh, you might be a teacher, you might be a parent, you might be a, a mother, father, a husband, wife, whatever it may be. Uh, we live the sanctified life, and there we, uh, there we go to live in the life of vocation in the very different and many masks that we wear uh, throughout the day. So uh, what a great joy this is uh, to live the sanctified life because you are sanctified, no doubt. The blood of Christ, the empty tomb says so. That's right. For you. Yeah, that, that's right. For you. Yeah, for you. The devil might do this, but in Christ, he is shut down because Jesus says it is finished and you are sanctified all by the blood of Christ. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for your word. Lord, we know that uh, you have given us this gift of faith, that Jesus is our Savior, and that he has redeemed and, and has washed away all of our sins. Lord, bless us in this sanctified life, in the victorious life of the empty tomb and the resurrection, the triumphant life that you have given to us. Bless us in the joy of this gospel as you continue uh, to lead us in your holiness, blameless in front of God, Lord, lead us and grant us great joy as we love and serve, as we bear fruit according to your name. We thank you, O Lord, for this day. We pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me this day. If you missed some of that, please uh, take a rewind and check it out. Remember, if you need more of these teachings, go on our YouTube channel. We have too many. We have many teachings on this series in 2022 of Small Catechism Live. We also have 2017 Small Catechism. If you want to check that out. We have sermons. We have devotions. Uh, we have uh, Bible studies. Uh, we, we have live service on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So there's a lot of these opportunities for you. Please join us. Love you all. Pray for you all. Until next time, God be with you. Have a wonderful day and peace. Of, may the peace of Christ be with you all. God bless you. Adios. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.